Know the top stories of the day. Understand the issues that matter. This is Manila Bulletin News on Web. Your quick rundown of top news in the country and around the world. Manila Bulletin, celebrating 120 years of timely stories and timeless truths. Be fully informed. Hi, I'm Barbie Atienza. This is MB Now, and here are your news on web. Tropical Storm Dante, with the international name Choi One, is poised to make its third landfall over the vicinity of Romblon on Wednesday, June 2, according to Pagasa. In Pagasa's severe weather bulletin this morning, Dante has maintained its maximum sustained winds of 65 kilometers per hour near the center and gustiness of up to 90 kph while moving west at 25 kph. The location of the center of the storm was estimated over the southern coastal waters of Romblon Romblon at around 7 a.m. Several areas in Luzon and the Visayas are under tropical cyclone wind signal number one and two, including Metro Manila. Independent research group Okta said the downward trend in COVID-19 cases in Metro Manila over the past weeks has disappeared. In a television interview, Okta Research Fellow Dr. Guido David said that we are seeing an unstable trend right now, which means that it is not certain if it's going up or going to go down soon. He said they have observed that cases are starting to increase in some local government units in Metro Manila, Cavite, Laguna, Rizal, and Bulacan. However, some LGUs like Navotas, Malabon, and Manila still have good numbers. David cited the public's complacency and failure to adhere to health protocols that have contributed to the increase in cases in some areas. Octa will have to observe the trend for at least a week to find out if it is indeed going up. Malacanang was happy with the inclusion of the coronavirus vaccine CoronaVac made by Sinovac in the emergency use list of the World Health Organization, saying this would further boost the public's confidence about the shots. Presidential spokesman Harry Roque made a statement after the WHO approved the vaccine brand for emergency use listing, making Sinovac the second Chinese shot to be used in poor countries. Roque was not able to hide his happiness about the recent development, especially since it is not only the local Food and Drug Administration that said that Sinovac vaccine is safe. Being included in the WHO's EUL is a signal to national regulators of a product safety and efficacy. The recent development will allow the Sinovac vaccine to be included in COVAX, the program providing vaccines mainly for poor countries, which is recently facing supply problems due to limitations on Indian exports. The WHO's independent panel of experts have recommended Sinovac's vaccine for adults over 18, while no upper age limit was set as data showed that the shots were likely to have a protective effect on older people. 
The P3 variant of the COVID-19, first found in the Philippines, has been named Theta by the World Health Organization as announced by the Philippine Genome Center on Tuesday, June 1. WHO announced that it will be using Greek alphabets to name various COVID-19 variants. The new system applies to variants of concern and variants of interest. The P3 was first detected in the Philippines on January 2021 and remains a variant of interest or VOI. It is defined as a variant causing transmission, multiple COVID-19 cases or clusters, or has been detected in multiple countries. As of May 29, the country has tallied 162 cases of the P3 variant. In Metro News, Manila barangay captains accused of non-enforcement of mass gathering policy will undergo due process according to Mayor Isco. And San Juan City launches newest vaccination site to vaccinate Muslim vendors first under A4. More from these reports. Manila Mayor Francisco Isco Manuel de Magoso said barangay captains accused of not enforcing protocols on mass gathering must undergo due process. In his television interview, de Magoso said due process of law must be observed in a civilized world. It should be guided by law and order and we cannot just take the law in our hands. Domagoso said that it's easy to accuse an official for not implementing protocols. The mayor said the local government should just focus on arresting the virus instead. This San Juan City local government inaugurated on Tuesday its newest vaccination site in Green Hill Shopping Center to further boost the city's vaccination program. It is located at the Theater Mall in Cinemas 1 and 2 and was made possible with the local government's partnership with Green Hills Mall and the Music Museum Group in preparation for the vaccination of those under the A4 Economic Frontliners category. The local government said the hub can accommodate 1,500 persons per day. In addition to 2,000, the city's main vaccination center, Phil Oil Flight the center is able to administer per day. It added if it is needed, the local government unit will open additional theaters to accommodate more vaccinees. Zamora said that it will be available to aid for residents of the city, while the vaccination centers in cinemas 1 and 2 of the theater will cater to aid for non-residents but are working in San Juan. Here are the top news stories in other parts of the country. Pangasinan Town, famed for its mangrove Forests opens doors to non-residents. Former Camarina Sur representative survives ambush. And North Cotabato lists three COVID-19 patients with UK and South African variants. Let's check out the details. The municipal government of Bani in Pangasinan has opened its tourism sites to non-residents starting June 1st. But residents from outside Pangasinan still need to present a negative RT-PCR test and a valid ID. Also, all Bani non-resident tourists should register at Tarana.ph for contact tracing as advised by the Department of Tourism. The municipality of Bani is known for their mangrove forests, caves, falls, and cliffs. A food park was also set up to accommodate tourists. Former Camarinesur 1st District Representative Rolando Andaya survived an apparent assassination attempt in Barangay Palestina, Pili Town, Camarinesur on Tuesday morning. 
Andaya was on board his service vehicle when motorcycle riding suspects fired at the former congressman's Toyota Land Cruiser along the Maharlika Highway in Barangay, Palestina. Recovered from the scene were two fired cartridges of caliber .45. Andaya and his companions were unharmed after the shooting incident. An investigation was immediately ordered on the ambush incident. Health authorities in North Cotabato have confirmed the existence of the B117 and B1351 variants of COVID-19 which were first detected in United Kingdom and South Africa. The Integrated Provincial Health Office said on Wednesday that two patients from Midsayap Town have tested positive for the UK variant and a patient in Tulunan was found to have the South African variant. All the patients are now isolated and under close monitoring by local health frontliners. Contact tracing has been ongoing for people who have close contact not only with the three patients but also with all positive patients across the province. In world news, new oral drug offers hope for COVID-19 treatment and prevention. UK in vulnerable position in fighting COVID-19 despite vaccination progress, a scientist reports. And Spider-Man and Ninja Turtle donate food to frontline medical staff in Taiwan. Details in these reports. An oral drug that can suppress the coronavirus transmission will be available in the market within four to five months in the United States. The antiviral drug Molnupiravir was jointly developed by two major pharmaceutical companies, namely the Rigibel in Germany and the Merck in the United States. In a WTSP report, the drug work is it messes up viral replication. It has also shown effectiveness against other viruses such as SARS and MERS. During the study, the researchers used a ferret model to analyze its effect on preventing the coronavirus to spread. The molnupiravir has successfully completed the first and second phase clinical trials in humans. It is currently in the phase 3 clinical trial and it will be available in the market if the trials will be successful. Britain remains in a vulnerable position in fighting coronavirus despite the progress of the country's vaccination program, a scientist advising the British government said Tuesday. Professor Adam Fien from the Joint Committee on Vaccination and Immunization, which advises the government on vaccine priorities, said the job to contain the pandemic is not done as large numbers of people are still unvaccinated. More than 39.3 million people, about three-quarters of adults in Britain, have given the first job in coronavirus vaccine, according to the latest official figures. He urged the public to get the job when invited. Fien said, we're all in this together. Everyone needs to get vaccinated for everyone. A Taiwan restaurant owner and his friends dress up as Spider-Man and Ninja Turtle while they deliver donations of lunch boxes to frontline medical staff in an effort to put a smile on the island's healthcare workers as they deal with a sudden surge of infections. For the Japanese restaurant owner Jimmy Cheng, he felt the need to show solidarity with fellow residents. Friends and patrons of his restaurants and even Taiwanese expats living in the Philippines have donated to help pay for the cost of donations. In entertainment, former NSYNC member Lance Bass and husband Michael Turchin announced that they are expecting twins. And the soon-to-be dads took to social media their news in a rather unique way. Let's watch this. Just in time for Pride Month, former NSYNC member Lance Bass and husband Michael Turchin are expecting twins via a surrogate. 
Lance made the announcement through his TikTok account. The announcement video came in a form of a horror movie trailer entitled Two Buns in the Oven. It was also revealed in the video that the twins will be born sometime during Halloween. In an interview with People magazine, Lance and Michael said that if they were going to start a family, they wanted to go for twins as Michael himself has a twin. The soon-to-be dads also added that they wanted to be very open and transparent with their experience because they wanted gay couples to be able to relate to them and give them a kind of blueprint of how to do it. In sports news, one championship has a new champion. Who is he? Let's find out in this report. One of Lakai's new breeds has joined one championship. Jan Lo Mark Sang Yao, the son of Team Lakai Patriarch and head coach Mark, has inked a fresh contract with the Singapore-based promotion. The 18-year-old Sang Yao said that he wasn't expecting it and that he was shocked when his father gave him the contract. He also added that it has been a dream of his to compete just like his kuyas or big brothers in the gym. Coach Mark, for his part, vowed to give his all-out support to his son. He said that when he gave him the contract, he asked John Lo one last time if he is serious about this path. He also shared that this is what John Lo always wanted and that he has to work hard on making sure he succeeds. One Championship reported that John Lo is planning to compete in the Bantamweight division which is currently led by Brazilian champion Bibiano Fernandes. In today's Tech Talk, Manila Bulletin's Tech Lab team listed down Pinoy made mobile phone applications in time for the celebration of the country's independence. Let's check out these apps in this feature. Mobile applications add color and excitement to our smartphones. It entertains us, provides productivity tools, and even provides services. In celebration of the 123rd anniversary of the Philippine independence, we came up with a list of Pinoy-made mobile applications that you can download right now. I'm Art Samaniego, and welcome to the first part of Tech Talk's Independence Day Special. As Filipinos, of course, we must know our rights. This includes knowing the Philippine Constitution. So to start our list of Pinoy-made mobile applications, we have the Philippine Constitution app made by a Cebu-based developer. This straightforward app provides you with a handy copy of all the articles in the country's constitution. The Philippine Constitution app is only one of the many apps that offers information and copies of our country's constitution that you can use to make sure that you know your rights as a citizen or simply to impress your friends. Next on our list is an app that measures your internet speed and helps telecommunication companies pinpoint which areas their signal needs improvement the most. The Project Bus, or short for Bandwidth and Signal Statistics, is a mobile application designed by tech volunteers to compile actionable data that will be used to improve the state of local internet quality in the Philippines. Every time you do a speed test, the measurement you have done will be recorded and will be submitted to telecommunication companies. So the more users that are using the Project Bus app, the more accurate the data that can be provided and the more telecommunication companies can take action to improve and enhance their facilities. Another helpful Pinoy-made mobile app is the pure Four citizens app. This mobile app helps out Filipinos in times of emergencies. Within the app, 
you can call for assistance from the police, ambulance, and firefighters. You can also directly message government agencies, message the PNP chief, and call or send message to the president's hotline at 8888. It also has a family tracker feature where your family can register and make sure that every member is safe and that help is always within reach. The app can give you alerts such as fire alerts, flood updates, and more. Using the app, you can also request assistance if you witness or a victim of sexual harassment. E-money is somewhat a new concept to most Filipinos, but with the popularity of GCash and PayMaya, many Filipinos are starting to turn their mobile phones into an e-wallet. Through this e-wallet or e-money applications, you can pay for your purchases at the store, pay for your bills, and make online purchases without carrying a single cash with you. With GCash and PayMaya, Filipinos can have a tool where they can easily access their finances and can help out in budgeting and learning how to save money. In fact, many local government units in the country are using these applications to send financial assistance to Filipinos during the lockdown due to the pandemic. With the help of these applications, people can be productive, safe, fully informed, and proud as these applications are made for Pinoy's by Pinoy's. And that is Tech Talk for this week. Join us again next week for the second part of our Independence Day special. This is Art Samaniego and this is Tech Talk. Be fully informed. Pinoy pride indeed. Thank you so much Art for introducing to us these Pinoy made apps. We look forward to the second part of your list next week. And those are the news on web today, June 2nd, 2021. For more news and details, get your copy of the Manila Bulletin newspaper tomorrow. Or you can log on to www.mb.com.ph or you can subscribe to our newsletter through the link on this video's caption to have the day's latest news delivered to your inbox. I am Barbie Atienza for Manila Bulletin. Join us again tomorrow. This has been MB Now. Be fully informed.